Father God, we come to you today thanking you for yet another day waking us up. You didn't have to do it, but you did, and for that we are very thankful. Uh, we thank you, Father God, for loving us. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Yahweh, Jehovah. We thank you for sending Jesus down on the cross to die for us, just for us. He became sin just so that he can buy us back, purchase us. And there's no one else that would do that for us. Redeem us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did. And you died on a cross and then rose back up to prove it to the naysayers, to the devil and all his minions. And for that, we thank you. We also thank you for giving us your power to tread upon enemies and serpents and to get victory over sin, hell, and death and evil. And Father God, I ask right now in Jesus' name that you cause other people to see that they have victory in Jesus to see that they have victory over everything evil just because they're believers and they love Jesus and they study Jesus and they study the word and they learn about him. Hallelujah. Cause your people to exercise the peace, love, joy, and power that they have within them because of the Holy Ghost. Real Kakadesh, Holy, Holy Spirit of the Most High God, we thank you for teaching us. We thank you for being our only and best teacher that anyone can have. Father God, use me as I deliver this word today and let somebody hear something from you, from your throne, that will open up their eyes and their heart. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, today I would like to speak on victory. Victory in Christ Jesus. Do you know that you have the victory in Christ Jesus all the time. Amen. Not just sometimes, not just once in a while. There's so many people going around and they're sad and they are disgusted. How do they say broke, busted and disgusted? And they don't even realize that they can change that whole thing, that whole situation in their lives just by reading the word. God gave us so many examples in the word of how we should handle things and what we should say and what we should do. Yes, it tells us what to say and what to do. Uh, Psalms 119 is one perfect example. Uh, everything is in eight eight uh, scriptures each with a heading and you read one heading when you're at war you, you read another heading when you're thankful psalm 119 is deep y'all you would get into it sometimes whenever you can amen we have victory no matter what it looks like no matter how hard the enemy may come up against you and try to do things to you in jesus you have the victory amen let's turn to um joshua chapter 8 Joshua chapter 8, and we're talking about an ambush plan. Amen. You have to, when it comes to your enemy, you have to have some type of ambush plan. Because if you don't ambush the enemy, the enemy is going to ambush you. I recently had something happen to me where the enemy thought he had me ambushed. But just like Joshua <laughs> in Joshua chapter 8, Joshua, God's angels was there first. 
God's, God's angels watch over us, folks. If you're a believer in Jesus the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, you believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, You God's going to fight your battles for you. You already won, actually. He just helps you through it until you get to that winning stage. Amen. <laughs> so, and then once you get there, he looks at you and says, well, did you doubt? See? Okay, Joshua 8, 1. And it says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee, and arise, go up to Ai. See, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai, and his people, and his city, and his land. God is telling him to go up. He's telling Israel, he's telling Joshua to go up into Ai. And God told him, I already gave you. Okay, see, you can't see it, see. Joshua couldn't see it. And there's a lot of times in your life, God has already given you something. And you're trying to fight for it and, and work for it and everything else. And don't even realize that God already, and he already gave you that thing. Amen. You don't have to beg. You don't have to borrow. You don't have to squeal. And you don't have to steal. Amen. <laughs> it's already yours. That thing that you've been crying about is already yours. Hallelujah. Amen. God said, I already gave it to you. And he said, and he told, notice he said, um, into thy hand, I have given the king of Ai. That's deep. He gave him from up down. See, God doesn't give down up. God doesn't start at your feet and work up. The enemy is underneath your feet. See, there's a decent order in everything. The enemy is underneath your feet. God is above. Amen. God starts from the top, just like when he anointed King David, when, when Saul, uh, uh, Samuel anointed King David, he, he anointed him from the head down. Amen. He, uh, he poured it on top of him and let it drip down. And this is the anointing that you have on you. Realize this. God wants you to realize that you have his anointing on you. Amen. Okay. The God of battles is with you. Okay, and when he anoints you and when he encourages you about a war that's going on in your life, he tells you, fear not, and he gives you encouragement. Amen. And, and it says, and, and even your the heathen is going to be cast out of this situation if you just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen. And thou shalt do the verse two, and thou shalt do to Ai and her king. As thou didst unto Jericho, if you remember, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, right? And her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall ye take for prey unto yourselves. Lay thee an ambush for the city behind it. God will give you spoils of the enemy. I've seen it. I've had it happen. I've had I've I've received things that the enemy used to have and, and God gave it to me and they were sick about it and, and see the, your enemy can can probe you and prime you and, and poke you and, and try to make fun of you and act, attempt to aggravate you and the enemy does not realize you have the power of the most high God in you okay when something bothers you it may bother you for a season 
But God will replenish your joy and he will replenish your good health and your memory will come back to you. You'll be fresh. That anointing of God. When you praise the Lord and, and you and you uh, when you praise and worship the Lord and you go into your prayer closet or you speak in your tongues or whatever and you're praising the Lord, you become refreshed. See, it refreshes your soul. It refreshes your, the, the big spirit refreshes the little spirit in our bodies. Amen. Amen. Even though both of them are big. Amen. <laughs> you know, God will refresh you. He will give you the spoils of your enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse three. So Joshua arose and all the people of war to go up against Ai. And Joshua chose out 30,000 mighty men of valor, the good ones, see, the serious ones, the ones who were trained for war, trained for battle. Are you trained? God has been training you for battle. Are you dressed in your battle gear? And then it says, and it sent them away by night. They were, they were smart sent them away by night when you're, you're least expected when you cannot be seen by the daylight amen he sent them away god can make it so that your enemy won't even know what you're doing what you're up to or where you're at if you look in the, in the New Testament, you'll even see instances where Jesus left crowds of people. He left, and people didn't even realize that he had left the crowd. God can make it so that people can look right at you and not even know who you are. God is the creator of all things. He can do whatever he wants. Amen? They left at night. These are very, very well-trained warriors. I was, when I, I remember when I was in the Marine Corps, in the Marines, in the, in the early 80s, and um, my kids, <laughs> they, used, they, did just, they just didn't understand what I meant by it. But when I was trained in the Marine Corps, we were trained to be silent, be quiet, and use hand signals. And I'm not just saying that because they do it on the shows on TV. But we were trained to use hand signals in the dark at nighttime. And we wore gear where we could see at night. Okay? And you know how some people nowadays, they just trip around. You see kids walking around at night or something, and the sun goes down, and, and they're loud and giggly, and some of them just, they, you know, they think they're really cute. They're doing something, and they're making all this noise. And what they're doing is they're attracting attention to them. They're attracting the enemy to them by making all that noise. I was taught, be quiet at night, go about your way, do what you have to do, and, and call it a day. Don't scream. Don't yell. And I, to this day, I'm the same way. When I go outside at night, I'm quiet. I don't like to yell in real loud, a loud voice where my voice is echoing all up against the, the buildings where in the neighborhood that I live in. And everybody else can hear me. And you wake up the old people that are trying to sleep. 
I believe in minding your business and being quiet. You know, it's okay to talk if somebody's talking to you, see? We have to learn to use wisdom. When you're at war, you don't let the enemy know you're coming. There was actually a war that was fought in history, U.S. history, where they were fighting. And you ever hear somebody say you're fighting an uphill battle? And that's what they did. That's how the Marine Corps got the red stripe on the side of their blue pants. They were trying to go uphill to fight a battle, and they all got shot. Wrong way. Wrong way. Okay? So uh, he sent them out by night. And verse 4 says, And he commanded them, saying, Behold, ye shall lie in wait against the city, even behind the city, go not very far from the city, but be ye all ready. Now, what is happening here is simply the fact that they had surrounded the city. Okay, he said go behind the city, go to a place where you are not easily noticed. Okay, my, that's the mind your business part. Go to the place where you're not easily noticed. Everybody can't see you and everybody can't hear you. And lay in wait. Amen. Even he said, go against, the, wait against, lie and lie and wait, uh, wait behind the city. Go not very far from the city, but be ye all ready. He's telling them, be ready. Get into position. When you are fighting a war, whether it's natural or spiritual, you have to learn to get into position. Position yourself. That's with everything in life. There are too many people walking around with blinders on, just leaping whenever they feel like it, at anything, whenever they feel like doing something at the time without thinking without prepping themselves for the situation and they're not ready for that battle and a lot of people lose because they weren't prepared and verse 5 says and I and all the people that are with me will approach unto the city and it shall come to pass when they come out against us as at the first that we will flee before them. Now, this is Joshua's strategy. He's telling them, lay around the city where you cannot be seen. Okay, lie low. You ever hear people say, lay low? He's telling them, lay low. Position, this is what we should do in life as well. Position ourselves with the word of God and lay low. Don't try to out-talk the enemy. Don't try to out-talk people. Don't try to know everything. Be a know-it-all, you know? Be quiet and listen to the next um, direction that God's Spirit is going to speak to you. Lay low. And then he says, I'm going to bring some people with me. Notice, now he sent out the mighty men of valor. We don't know who the people are he brought with him. He had some more people with him as well. And he said, Uh, when they come out against us, as at first, that we will flee before them. That is Joshua's strategy. It's like 
um, na 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 na. You know, little kids go na 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 or whatever, and then they run. This is kind of what he's doing here. Okay, he's doing it for a reason. Here's what he's doing, and this is. Uh, I hate to say it this way, is excellent thinking, and this is also what the enemy does to us. He tries to redirect our focus. Do you see it here, folks? He's redirecting the enemy's focus the same way the enemy tries to redirect ours. When you're walking in the light and you're living for God, you're doing the best that you can. You're doing what his word tells you to do. Do not deviate from that. Amen. Because you will lose, easily lose your focus. And that's how a lot of Christian leaders have, have been brought down. Because they lost their focus. They forgot it's not about them. They, they forgot that it's about saving souls for Jesus Christ. This is why God, you know, God tells us, you know, if you can't handle little, you're not going to be able to handle the big, the big things I have for you. And that's what happens to a lot of people. They're handed a little bit and, and they work, they work hard and they struggle. God gives them a little bit more and they're, they're working hard and they're like, like a little lackadaisical, like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm getting there. Everything's going pretty good. And then God gives them some more and then they begin to get greedy, see? And they begin to think about themselves more than they think about saving souls. And then the, the more some people get, the more lackadaisical they get and the more mistakes they make. And the next thing you know, they're in front of it. The, they're in the middle of the newspaper or on TV. Deuteronomy 8, I believe it's Deuteronomy 8, 18, that says, when God gives you something, do not forget where you got it from. Amen. So what he's doing is Joshua has a strategy. He is, he is gaining the, he's going to, he's going to get the attention of the enemy and run. And while the enemy is busy running after Joshua and whoever these people are that he has with him. Okay, let's see what happens next. In verse um, 6. For they will come out after us till we have drawn them from the city. You see what he's doing? For they will say they flee before us as at the first. Therefore, we will flee before them. Okay. So while they're chasing Joshua, they're leaving. <laughs> you see it? They are leaving their own city. They're leaving their children, their women, their cattle, their stock, everything, food, houses, and land. They're leaving everything wide open just to get Joshua. Did you ever see somebody try to work so hard to get you to trip? Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You ever see, did you ever experience somebody that was working so hard to trip you up and mess you up that they were messing up their own household? Messing up their own business, trying to get you. <laughs> did you ever? <laughs> I have seen it happen. I've seen people work so hard trying to mess me up that they end up messing themselves up. Mm, my Lord, my Lord. And then verse 7 says, Then ye shall rise up from the ambush. See? Ambush. The city got ambushed. And seize upon the city, for the Lord your God, the God of battles, will deliver it into your hand. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. God already gave it to you. Hallelujah. God already gave it to you. It is yours. But it's just not going to be dropped into your lap. Amen. You got to work for it. These people worked for it. Laying down in the dark, in the dirt around the city. Amen. They worked for it. They studied it. They prepared for it. Amen. You have to work for it. Study for it. Prepare for it. Then you shall rise up from the ambush and seize upon the city for the Lord your God will deliver to your hand. And it shall be when you have taken the city that ye shall set the city on fire. According to the commandment of the Lord shall you do. See, I have commanded you. He's telling them what to do and he's telling them according to the Lord, do not deviate. From what I'm telling you to do. When God tells you to do something in your life, do not deviate from it. Do exactly what he has commanded you to do. Amen. Joshua therefore sent them forth and went to lie in ambush and abode between Bethel and Ai on the west side of Ai. But Joshua lodged that night among the people. And Joshua rose up early in the morning and numbered the people and went up, he and the elders of Israel before the people to Ai. Okay, it's talking about early risers. Okay, God wants you to be, and he wants you to sleep peacefully. The Bible speaks of peace, uh, peaceful sleep. And he wants you to rise early. Early in the morning, in the cool of the day, Adam and Eve walked with God. And he went and spoke to the elders, uh, and, and he, he and the elders of Israel went before the people of Ai. <clears throat> Verse 11 says, And all the people, even the people of war that were with him, went up and drew nigh, and came before the city, and pitched on the north side of Ai. Now there was a valley between them and Ai. Now, there's a, a, a large space here. Whenever we're reading stories in the Bible or whatever, or, you know, Bible study or, you know, the kids go to Bible school in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in church or whatever, uh, Sunday school. And when you're reading this, okay, it's, it's in your mind, you're seeing it like real close. Like it's just one little teeny city, like the city that you live in or whatever. These places in the Bible have valleys and mountains, okay? Some of this is far away from each other. You know, like when you're reading something in the Bible and, and you're reading it and it sounds like, oh, this happened on Monday, that happened on Tuesday, this happened Saturday. No, sometimes it, sometimes the things you read in the Bible are, are covered by years, months, years. Amen. It went on the north side of Ai. Now there was a valley between them and Ai. And he took about 5,000 men and set them to lie in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. And when they had set the people, even all the hosts that was on the north of the city, 
and their liars in wait on the west of the city, Joshua went that night into the midst of the valley. Okay, Joshua went into battle. Amen. Once they were where they were supposed to be, once they were positioned, he went into battle. And it came to pass when the king of Ai saw it, that they hasted and rose up early, and the men of the city went out against Israel to battle. He and all the people at the appointed time, before at, at the time appointed, before all the people at the time appointed, uh, before the plain, but he wits not that there were liars in ambush against him behind the city. He didn't see the king, didn't know that there were people in ambush waiting for him to make his next move. Okay, we're still talking about strategy here. And Joshua and all Israel made as if they were beaten before them and fled by the way of the wilderness. This is what Joshua said he was going to do, isn't it? This is what he said when we were reading earlier. He was going to flee. And all the people that were in Ai were called together to pursue after them. Here they go, running after him. And they pursued after Joshua and were drawn away from the city. Drawn away from the city. You know, the one lamb that got lost, they keep saying that the lamb was lost and Jesus and the shepherd had to go back and get him. You know, um, if you know the story of shepherds and the way they are with their sheep, there are some sheep that just find they, their focus is shifted and it causes them to go a different way than the way they're supposed to go. See? And it causes the shepherd to do more work to go back to get them. But Jesus does go back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He goes back. And this is what happened. They were drawn away from the flock, from their city. And there was not a man left in Ai or Bethel that went not out after Israel. And they left the city open and pursued after Israel. They hate Israel so bad that they leave, oh God, their own business wide open. There are people that hate us so bad because we're children of the Most High God that they don't watch over their own belongings. Amen. They left their own city unguarded trying to hurt Israel. That's a shame. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Stretch out the spear that is in thy hand toward Ai, for I will give it into thine hand. And Joshua stretched out the spear that he had in his hand towards the city, and the ambush arose quickly out of their place, and they ran as soon as he had stretched out his hand, and they entered into the city, and took it, and hasted, and set the city on fire. And when the men of Ai looked behind them, that's a shame. <laughs> when they looked behind them, they saw and behold, the smoke of the city ascended up to heaven. And they had no power to flee this way or that way. They were baffled and confused. And the people that fled to the wilderness turned back upon the pursuers. And when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city and that the smoke of the city ascended, then they turned again and slew the men of Ai. While these people, while your enemy is baffled and confused, trying to figure out what, what did you, what did they just do? Wait a minute. Didn't we have them in our hands? 
What happened? How did they get us like that? Their hatred for you, their hatred for God's people was so bad that they actually, pardon my expression, became stupid. Someone can hate you so bad that they become stupid and don't take care of what, what, what they're supposed to be watching over. Don't take care of their own business. They're too busy listening to you. They're too busy watching you. They're too busy trying to see what your next move is. So bad that they begin. And you know, I've, I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen people try to set me up and try to aggravate me and do things to me so much that they begin to lose foothold. The ground begins to crumble beneath them. And you can actually see the workings of the angels of God taking up for me. Okay, while these people have been trying to set traps for me. And it's a shame. It's a shame to watch. And, and as, as children of Most High God, all you got to do is just sit back and watch them. Like Joshua, watch the city burn. He watched the smoke go up. All you got to do is just sit back and watch. Don't say a word. You don't have to lift a finger. God will fight your battle. Amen. Amen. And the men of AI were killed. They hated Joshua and Israel to their own death. Some people, I've actually had people come to me and apologize to me because they almost died. They got so sick. I know that sounds eerie, but it's the truth. They came to me. I didn't go to them. I didn't ask for it. And they got so sick, they didn't know what was wrong with them. And they almost died. And they, I had a lady come to my door one day and tell me, and I hadn't seen her in years. And I know I had a problem with her years, you know, like 10 years before that or whatever. And um, she came to my door. I don't know how she found out where I lived at. And she stood there and apologized. And she said, I just want to let you know something. I didn't know what she was going to say. And she told me, she said, I almost died last year. Oh, I guess it was a few months ago, whatever. And um, a little bit before she came, and I said, I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? And she said, well, put it this way. The Lord told me it was because of the way that I had treated you years ago. And I could, I didn't know how to feel. I stood there and I did not know how to feel when that woman said that. And she said, you don't have to say anything. She said, but I almost died and it was payback for what I did to you. And she said the Lord told her that she should come and apologize. Now, that's what the woman told me. And I've seen it happen, not, not just at one time. I've seen it happen a couple of times. People can hate you so bad that they can, they, they hate you to their death. They could get sick because they're so busy trying to do things to you. AI. And you know what gets me? This is really off topic. But the name of the city is AI. And in our days today, 2018, AI means artificial intelligence. Oh my. Hmm. Isn't that something? AI, demons, are not angels. And they have a place where they're going to go. Okay? They're artificial intelligence they don't know 
when, when they messed up and turned their back on the Lord and they got shot out of heaven, they don't know what God's up to. They can guess. And they know a lot because they was there at one point. Satan and his demons, yeah, they can guess. They, they, they know the whole, but they know the Bible from beginning to end. They were there. But they don't know what God is up to in your life. They don't know his plans. They don't know his strategy. Artificial intelligence. <clears throat> we have people who have, there's, there's people in government, there's people in cities, there's people in towns, and they say there's people walking the streets now. You can look at them, don't even realize it. But there is a lot of artificial intelligence in this world. Okay. Artificial. Here, here, here's the difference. Speaking of AI, AI as opposed to Israel. Israel is the real deal, created by God, His special, His special people, chosen people, right? AI, artificial intelligence, is made by man. It has no soul. AI is limited and can only go so far. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. AI can only go so far. And that artificial intelligence that has been sent to harm you has to stop because it doesn't have God's strategy. It doesn't have God's plans. It doesn't know how your story is going to end. It doesn't know which, which, whether God's going to turn you to the left or the right. All it can do, all your enemy can do is guess what you're going to do next unless you open up your mouth and let them know. We have to be very, very careful what we tell, especially online. Okay, I don't know. The Lord just took me there. The Lord just took me there. And I feel like that was a word to somebody. Amen. AI. And verse 22 says, And the other issued out of the city against them. So they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side <laughs> and some on that side. And they smote them so that they let none of them remain or escape. Poof. That's what happens to your enemies when you have the strategy of Jesus the Christ, God the Creator, and a Holy Spirit, our teacher, our educator. When you listen to the commands, like in verse 8, Jeremiah, I mean, Joshua said, I command you. When you listen and do what you're supposed to do, your enemies have no other choice. You're, you're limited in enemies, okay? Your 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 uh, education educational am I saying this right? Li limited in, uh, enemies, they go poof, bam. You won the war. You just gotta hang in there. Trust God. Trust God to the end. Trusting to the end. Are you saved? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, get into His strategy. You'll win every single war, no matter how long it seems, no matter how many enemies at one time try to come at you, you cannot lose. Who was that? Uh, Reverend Ike used to say, you can't, you cannot lose with the stuff I use. <laughs> Amen. 
If you want to accept Jesus Christ, just say, Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I denounce them right now. I accept you as my Savior and my Lord and my teacher. Thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Teach me your ways. I love you, Jesus. Amen. And if you just did that, if you just said that, God bless you. Congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Let me be the first to welcome you into the family of God. Go find, I always say, go find a Bible-believing church that preaches the Old Testament and New Testament. Find, find a, a church that where you could learn the Word, get a Bible, start, start studying the Word, even if it's a page at a time. A page at a time. Read it at night before you go to bed so you can have sweet dreams. Okay, so it cleanse out your... Because, you know, we all have cell memory. Our minds remember. Our body remembers things. And you don't want to go to bed at night with bad things on your mind and have nightmares. God wants you to have peaceful, sweet sleep. That's what he calls it. Sweet sleep. So try to read a page, a couple pages a night before you go to bed. If, if that's the case. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. And God is good. Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. See, peace. Peace be still. God bless you. And I'll see you next Sunday. Reverend S.E. signing off. To God be the glory for the things he has done. And for my sister, Reverend Paula Scott in Pittsburgh, she loves it when I sing it. So, <laughs> to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done. With his blood he has saved me. With his power he has raised me to God be the glory for the things he has done. And remember, Jesus is always Lord.